I'm a toy. I'm going non-stop, my spot, you caught a vibe, shooting shots, why not? Tell me the things you want to do, baby, how I do to you? I'm going non-stop, my spot, you caught a vibe, shooting shots, why not? Tell me the things you want to do. Yo, what's going on? No Clue Podcast. We're back. Yeah, uh, back. We've been gone a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what episode is this? 24? Uh, we'll find out later. I could uh, be wrong. I think we're past 24. But, uh, yeah, we are back. Um, our second season, so to speak, I guess. Yeah, we only, I think our last episode was right, like a couple days into the season. Yeah. So it's been about, what, two weeks, almost two weeks? Yep, yep. Uh, talk to me, what's been, what you've been noticing? <laughs> uh, um, man, it's it's a lot of points being scored this uh, year. I don't know if it's, you're right. I don't know if it's the shot clock um, change or... Teams are just getting more threes up because I think, you know, they're gearing up because they know who they have to beat. Um, I like it, though, man. It's exciting. It's one of the most exciting starts to a year I can remember, honestly. TV-wise, I should say. Yeah. Every game on TV has been pretty good. I mean, until, like, yesterday. <laughs> and you know what's, cra- what's crazy about this whole, like – the guy ever you know so many points being scored mm-hmm. is um like some of the some of the players stats are looking a little bit uh inflated yeah so many records broken this year i think yeah <laughs> yeah it is wild yeah, cuz you got you got shots going up from everybody now yeah for sure um what else you noticed well, there's been some surprises so far that uh, I had no clue was coming. Okay. Um, uh, Sacramento has been has been kind of impressive. Yeah, that, I I knew they had a um, chance to beat some teams. I didn't know they, you know, be as successful as they are. But I mean, yeah, and it's it's They're surprising. Tough. I didn't think it would play out the way it is because I thought Bagley. If they were going to be good, I thought it would be Bagley, you know, being ready to play. Yeah. But Bagley's just kind of coming in. He's fitting in. But it's some of the guys who have been there for a little bit who are really breaking out surprisingly. Yeah. And Bagley's a – he just has to be steady with the team they have. They have really heavy guards, you know, good guards. Yeah. Um. You know, Fox – Yogi Ferrell coming off the bench. Frank Buddy, Buddy Heald is starting to play really well. Buddy's playing good. Shumpert is, has been playing pretty good for them. So yeah. Far. And Bogdanovich isn't even playing. He's hurt. So when he gets back, Jackson's been playing well. Collie um, Stein has been good too. And uh, Bialitsa, the the pickup. Yeah. Playing great. But I I I always noticed like the the whole controversy that was going on with him. Yeah. Cuz I was always on the lookout for like wherever this guy ends up, he's going to help him out. Yeah, he is. He he doesn't hurt you. He's not yeah. someone that can really hurt you. Especially if you already have, you know, a couple of weapons on the bench. Yeah. 
he had, he could really thrive. He had, he's had double digits in every game so far. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, twenty six is his high so far. Yeah, so he's a good, really good pickup, and he spreads them out because I think that's that was their problem last year. Didn't have enough shooters, and Fox was inconsistent. Now that yeah. Yogi's a pretty good shooter um, from the guard spot, Buddy's obviously a good shooter. Shumpert's been shooting well. He's not, you know, a great shooter, but he's been shooting well. Um, and Bagley and Bialisa's spreading the floor out. Is yeah. And they, everybody's playing so unselfish. Yeah. That's have. what's awesome about it. Yeah. Now, the the real question is, can they keep it up? Right. And they have a new coach? Um. Or is, um, the, um, I forgot his name already. Jaeger? Yeah, is he still there? I'm not sure. I'm not going to lie. Sacramento is, uh, I'm not too versed on Kings basketball. Oh, yeah, he's still there. He's still there. He's still there. He's doing well. I think he needed time with the team. Yeah. You know, he needed to build. Because you look at their roster, I think none, no one on this team, not no one, but most of these guys on this team have not played for another NBA coach, you know, for right. an extended period of time. Maybe one. Randolph is really it for. Right. He is their veteran leadership. Yeah. The rest of those guys. Yogi's played for one other coach. Fox has not. Heald played for half a season with another coach. Frank has played with him. Macklemore's played with him twice. Shumpert's been with a couple coaches, but you know the rest of these guys: Collie Stein, Bagley. They've, they've been with him from the jump. Yeah, he, he's he's got a good culture going over there. He does. Yeah, I think that's important because a lot of these guys are used to one thing and they have to acclimate to a new coach, and it's hard. But yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, They've been a good surprise. I feel like there's there's another surprise that I'm forgetting about. In the West. I'm not sure if it's in the West. Detroit. Yeah, they, they are. I don't think they were the one, but they are a surprise. Um, but I'll say right away, right away about them. I don't believe that it could last. And I talked to you about this, uh, yeah, so you, you kind of know where I'm at, but, like, it. it's just, I just don't believe in the in the guard play. They're, um, their schedule is pretty light for a while, and then it picks up a lot of steam at the end of November. They hit Houston twice in a row. Then the next week they got Golden State, OKC, Milwaukee, Philly, New Orleans, Philly, and Boston. <laughs> In that order, that's gonna be tough. But until yeah. then, I mean, Brooklyn. Well, they just uh, played Brooklyn. They got Philly, Miami, Orlando, Atlanta, Charlotte, Toronto, Cleveland. They should have a decent record through that stint. But I'm with you. Once they get to the those games, yeah. We'll see how good they really are. Yeah, Blake, but Blake has been doing a good job, I got to say. He has, yeah. He, he looks... Three 2020 games already? Yeah, he, he and Blake has looked... Um, he's handling the ball. He's making good decisions. I mean, he's he's shown us this before, but his jump shot's getting a little more consistent now. Yeah, and, and he's becoming a better passer, too. Yeah. 
He's just a better playmaker. Yeah, I think I think Drummond being such a good rebounder is helping him spread out a little bit. Um, I mean, DeAndre was too, but it just seems different. I think they work a high-low better with, you know, this team. Mm-hmm. Speaking of DeAndre, he's Dallas hasn't looked too good, but him and, and uh, Doncic yeah. have been impressive over there. They have, yeah. And I gotta say, I like Doncic's game. He's got one of those like unorthodox, under control Paul Pierce type games. Yeah, he he reminds me of. Um, he, I see Pierce. Yeah, I see a little Ginobili a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just doesn't have that like burst that Ginobili do, does. No, he doesn't. No, not but yet. he's he's really crafty, man. I I like you know he's he's playing really well. Yeah, he is. I'd, I'd say he's in the top two for rookie of the year so far. Yeah. Top, it's been – they were they struggled for a bit because Barnes was out early on. Right. And, um, you know, they lost, I think, a couple close games. But they look okay, to be honest. Is Barnes back? I think so, yeah. I, I saw him in uh, somebody's highlights the other day. Okay. Yeah, they – I mean, I don't – I still – I don't think their record is going to be great, but I think they'll – Win some big games every once in a while. Yeah. New Orleans started out really nicely. I was yeah, impressed, yeah. New Orleans, they're they've come back down, but they've lost to some good teams too. And Anthony Davis was out. Two right. Teams, right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's um, talk about the the fifty pointer. <laughs> D Rose. Vintage. Well, there's a couple fifty point performances. We'll get to the other one, I guess, after, but. The other two. <laughs> D Rose was right. D Rose was the more meaningful one out of all of them, I think. Even though another the other one broke a record, but right, it was just such a great moment, man. It was <laughs> that um, he put on his MVP jersey for Halloween. He did, yeah. That, that's that's cool. I, I was really happy for him, man. I think everyone, everyone who likes basketball, was happy for him that day. I mean. And it it wasn't like easy. They didn't give it to him. Like he was really going to get buckets. And I mean, free throws. He had, I mean, he had like 17 free throws. I mean, he just he played good. He played like old Rose. And, yeah, um, man. It was I I know people got caught up. He had like the little stat that uh he dribbled like 600 times or whatever. Mhm. But you you got to understand it's it's how he's always played. So like I really have no issue when he's hitting those shots. You gotta let him be aggressive. Yeah, and who you know? Who are you comparing that to? To the I other think one? Clay Thompson. Yeah. Right. Who, you know, rarely dribbles anyway. Somebody else creates it for him anyway. Right. And I think he took like 15 dribbles, like that ended up in a score total. <laughs> like the other dribbles he took were not even scoring dribbles. The dribbles yeah. he took to score were only like. Less than 30. So, I mean. Yeah, he cool. came out of his slump in quite a way. <laughs> yes, quite a way. Yeah, ridiculous. He's the best, in my opinion, the best catch-and-shoot shooter ever. Yeah, it's just it's so quick. And, like, he's smart enough to put it on the floor if he really has to. Right. 
he's a, he's a good player, man, and he's locking up whoever he's guarding these days too. Yeah, and he's such a perfect seem, fit, man. It doesn't seem like they're eight and one, but they are. Yeah, I mean they've had some close games. Curry, uh, Curry's kind of breaking basketball right now again, like for the second time you could say. And uh, I think it's funny how beginning of the season, you know, the early MVP votes. Uh, nah, Curry can't possibly get it because you know the team right. is too stacked. Curry right. is right now the the front runner for MVP. Yeah, there's nobody <laughs> ahead of maybe Kawhi. I mean, but Kawhi's missing games, so it's like. And Greek Freak too is missing games. I, he was, yeah. he would be my other candidate. Uh, those three. Right. And I mean, Curry's just just ridiculous. The amount of points. It's it just seems so easy. So easy. easy as ever. Yeah, and it's like, and it, to to an extent, you could be like, you know, like you got to stop him. And right. and when the clay game was going on, I was getting a little frustrated because I was like, dude, like you know, hit him, like put somebody on him that just never leaves and just sticks with him. Right. Like Curry's, you know, Curry, you could plan for him and he'll still kill you. Yeah, for sure. They they kill they kill you on the offensive boards. I mean, he. He can make plays off the dribble. He's a good finisher at the rim, surprisingly. Like, he's, and because he, of Clay, he can, you know, reserve his energy. Yeah. Defense. Yep. Yeah, they're they're tough, man. Really tough. Um, <laughs> Indiana's a little bit disappointing to me. Yeah, they haven't come out as hot as I thought they would. Yeah, I mean. Their record is still good, and they they're beating, they beat good teams, but they're losing to good teams too. So I, I don't know. Yeah, they, I mean, if they've had a tough schedule, so I'll give them a little bit of a pass. Yeah. Um. Who else is worth mentioning? Boston six and two. That's, they're okay. They're good. Yeah, I mean, they're as expected. Philadelphia, this is who my first apology goes to, Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons really could get a triple-double every single night. They probably won't win, but he easily could. But I, I don't like the I don't like the Fultz, Fultz on the team at all, honestly. But uh, I got to be honest, I haven't caught – any of their games yet. They, they've been starting Fultz first half and starting JJ second half. And that's like the, that's been the strategy, the rotation or whatever. That's and idiotic because JJ Redick has been destroying. Exactly. Um, and that, that was the televised games. I'm not sure if they're still doing that on the games that aren't being mm-hmm. televised, but the ones I have seen, that's what they did. And Fultz, I don't like the, I don't like how they're like holding Fultz's hand. Like I'm trying to think how to put it. Um They act like he's like a has like a learning disability in the NBA or something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They they are kinda like babying him. Yeah, like why? I I it's tough. He I don't scores know. Scores and everyone pats him on the back and stuff. Like, dude, he's a he's a number one pick of the draft. <laughs> 
You shouldn't need to hold his hand. Like, who's holding Trey Young's hand right now? Nobody. But it's it's just Philly has had a long history of you know guys getting hurt. Uh, so they they I mean they were awful for a while. They were. So they were. if they believe that this guy will help them out, you know. Yeah, I feel you. I don't know about. That's the only thing that, that kind of bothers me with them. I really wish they would have a rotation that made sense. But um, I don't know. They're losing. And I think Embiid isn't – I think I think Embiid is a little overhyped. And I think that – Didn't he have like 41 and 10 the other day? Yeah, I mean, he's good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's not good. But I think that – How is he overhyped? I think that his on the team. I think he's a good player individually, but I, I don't, he's not always. It's not always helping the team how good he plays. Okay. I think he he's kind of like a he can be a one man wrecking show, but the team may lose by thirty, but he still has a good game. Like like I said before about Iverson, how Iverson right. could go off, but the team really wasn't playing good. It still looked like Iverson played great, and he did, but it's not always good for the team to Iver- for Iverson to get 50 every night. I, f- I feel like that's kind of Embiid's thing. And I think because they rely so much on their shooters, um, well, they did last year, um, when Embiid is taking so many shots and they're not going inside out, then when it's time for the shooters to shoot, you know they haven't taken enough shots in the game. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he's kind of killing the 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 flow. Yeah, he's kind of become a black hole for them I, to me. I like I like that they they help Simmons out too because they always get him on the move. Yeah. You know they get him off of like handoffs and all the like you know whatever whatever ways they could find to get him open so it's a little bit easier. Yeah. But yeah, Embiid kind of fucks all that up. Yeah, he had one assist that game. He had 41. And, I mean, I mean, you know, I get it. 41 is great. But I think Embiid, the team is good enough for Embiid to have more than just, more than less than five assists. Right. So, um, I don't know. That's that's my perspective. But they're doing okay. They're not doing bad. Five we'll see. Bad. We'll see. Uh, this year, Brett Brown's really going to be tested. Yeah, he is for sure. So if they, you know, if I don't really care about their seed so much, um, as the you know how they perform in the playoffs, but they they're not gonna have he's not gonna have passes this time. Right. You're right. So let's talk about um. Let's well, <laughs> what about Minnesota? You have anything else to say other than other than D Rose, the Jimmy, the Jimmy Butler situation? Now he's refusing to play. He's sitting out. Yeah, I saw that. Until the trade makes more, um, you know, gets more action. What do you think about that? I mean, it, it's tough. I understand why he's doing it. But I feel like he's wrong. Like, I feel like you just, as a worker, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. Right. But at the same time, he's trying to preserve his career. Right. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's tough to like hate him for that, but at the I feel like he's responsible to the organization that's paying him 
to play until they either move him or, you know, he just doesn't resign. Right. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, I guess. I guess we'll see what happens. What's what's going on with Wiggins, by the way? I noticed he hasn't really been in there. Is he hurt or? Um, he was. He played. He played when Rose had that game. Oh, okay. Um. He had nineteen. I don't. I. I don't know if he's not playing. He's not playing great. But they. Yeah, I haven't really noticed him at all. It seems like they're exploring their their bench because. Um, yeah, they have that rookie that I never heard of uh, before. Okogi. Yeah. Yeah, he's coming in getting dunks and playing good defense. All these highlights. Yeah, I mean he's been playing pretty good. He reminds me of uh, well, like the production's kind of Jonathan Simmons Spurs days. <laughs> yeah, I see. I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Um, there's something else I was gonna, I wanted to ask you about. Let's talk about the successful teams. Oh, no, no. Let's talk about the tragedies first. Houston's um, got to be, you know, first yeah. one. Houston's yeah. by far looking the worst. You're right. Um, By the way, the Houston deal for Jimmy Butler is really a dumb deal on Minnesota's part if they take that. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Especially since Houston's been the number one seed the last two years. So what would – first round picks from them mean if you're trading Jimmy Butler are going to get better so why would you if they're the first team every year why would you get their first round picks they're going to be like the last pick of the first round yeah it's it's strange yeah but okay um yeah so I've only caught one of Houston's games I think I've seen two okay and uh I mean everybody at this point should know the issue is they can't stop anybody exactly you can, you know, you can blame, oh, Melo can't hit a shot. Like, yeah, that's fine. Nobody can really hit a shot right. like that. But, like, when you can't stop anybody, you're just going to get crushed. Right. And Melo, I think, deserves some blame. But I also think it's on the coach, man. Dan Tony's got to be held responsible. I agree. Because it, it just doesn't make sense to me that <clears throat> they are just suddenly so awful on defense. I agree. I mean, Ariza is a good defender, but like, That's is there is there some advanced metric that I'm not seeing? Like, <laughs> and oh, Bob Mute too. He's okay. Yeah. He's long. He wasn't. Yeah. Really, like lockdown. Wasn't really a difference maker. Right. Um. Yeah, man. I, and I said, I told you this off air too. I think the rotations is is really trash. Right. What they're doing with the rotations just looks a mess. The guys aren't really playing their positions. You know, like Gordon, like was point guard for a while. Ennis is a small forward starting at the like. Ennis. Teams have been trying to start Ennis, James Ennis for way too long. I know. Let it go. He's not a starter. <laughs> right. Fine. It's totally okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> he doesn't have to start. And then like um Carmelo's playing two different positions all the time and then the Harden point guard thing is starting to look bad. Like is he point guard, is he not? 
now CP last year they had you know Harden and CP started then Harden would come out CP would be running point CP would get a break Harden would come back and then run point now you know they have all these other backup point guards they got Gordon experimenting that point Carter Williams is playing point you know another guy who shouldn't be playing <laughs> Tucker brings the ball up court sometimes like it's it looks crazy it just looks a mess and I me maybe because I played point guard I think I don't really like when teams have like anyone bring the ball up court kind of offense. Like whoever gets the ball, just bring it up. Yeah. Unless you're the Warriors, because you know they're a good passing team. Free motion anyway. Like everybody's moving. San Antonio is kind of the same way. Yeah, and and San Antonio has a lot of good ball handlers. Right. But, like the Rockets can't. No. Gerald Green Not at all. Bring the ball up court. Never. In the finger. First of all. <laughs> I didn't think you were gonna go there, but yeah. <laughs> He should never bring the ball up court. Carmelo should not be bringing the ball up court unless he's on fire. I mean, um, Carmelo should like Carmelo should not have the ball in his hands unless it's, he's wide open at this point. Right, and like I said, if Carmelo has forty, okay, bring the ball up court because you're probably going to take it three steps past the half court like he does when he <laughs> feels like he's hot. Gordon should not be bringing it up. Ennis should never be bringing it up. They're Carmelo they they're honestly a disaster. Bringing it up. Yeah, they're honestly a disaster. Yeah, like they're on the verge of being a disaster. They are, and I don't know what they can do to change it, except for me. I like I I really think the rotations is the first thing they need to just break it down and start over from scratch with the rotations. In my opinion, that's me. Like the starting lineup last game, I guess it's tonight. Was Gordon, Chris Paul, Ennis, Tucker, and Capella, like. If someone wins six man of the year and a six man of the year candidate the next year, why is he ever starting? Yeah. Popovich did it right. Ginobili, <laughs> they could be missing three starters and Ginobili was not starting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, Lou they'd, they'd bring some G League player before they start Ginobili. Exactly. They got Gordon starting. Now who comes off the bench? Who's the, you know, who's the scorer off the bench? Carmelo by himself and Gerald Green? It's not good, man. Yeah. I don't want to go into a long rant. I've already went long enough. I mean, if they lose it out of 10 games in the next, like, 12 or whatever, you know. Some, they got to make something, a major change. They drastic. Jimmy Butler is just going to make it more of a mess. That's the part I don't get. If you're not trading any players, they get Jimmy Butler just for picks. It's really going to be a mess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. You're adding someone else who likes to bring the ball up court. Who likes to go one-on-one. Go ISO, yeah. Like, you can't, and, you know, and um, going ISO, that is a transition into the team we're watching right now, which I'll let you, I'll let you go into first since it's your squad. We know the record. <laughs> it's funny, uh. As I begin to think of what I'm going to say first, uh, my superstar point guard makes an awful turnover. But right. No, man. Uh, their biggest thing, to be honest, uh, their defense is almost as bad as the Rockets. Okay. Uh, it's not quite – I don't think it's quite that bad just because they don't get broken down as easily as Rockets players do. Mm-hmm. But – Man, it's every time there's a screen, you switch. 
there's no second effort. There's no uh, put a body on like the the lone corner man. There there's no help. I mean, there is, but it's not. Con- nothing is consistent. Right. So you have these yeah. po- you have these pockets of like good play, and that's why that's why they're in a lot of these games. Is because they'll give you a stretch where they'll play defense and their offense will look good. Right. But it's just, man, there's so many other stretches where it's just bucket, bucket, and, you know, nobody in a Wizards jersey is playing. I mean, as I'm speaking, Markeith Morris easily switches onto Russell Westbrook. Is that, like, in what coaching logic is that a good idea? <laughs> right. It's just, it's tough, man. Like, everybody's everybody's focusing on all, like, the chemistry problems. And it, it, it does seem like there's some stuff going on. But, wait, as I said about the Rockets, if you can't stop anybody, it doesn't matter. Like, John Wall could average 25 and 10. Beal could average 25. Like, it's not going to If you can't stop anybody, you're going to continue to lose games. You're right. And on top of that, my superstar players aren't closing out some of the games that are we are in. Right. So it, it's frustrating, man. It's like Otto Porter's not playing well, and that. Am I disappointed? Yeah, but he's a he's a role player. Role players like get cold. That brings me to my problem with them. And you asked me last podcast before the season started or before they really started playing what it would take for them to get to the next level. It's the their the roles, like, they have no roles. Like, it's like they think everyone is supposed to do the same thing. And, like, as long as John Wall brings the ball of court, everybody else, you just do all the same stuff. Like, no. Like, I, I feel like if he, and by he, I'm referring to Scott Brooks, if he delegated rolls to every player and said, look, you do not do this, but I want you to do this and only this. I think they would be better. Because it's like everyone, like all of a sudden, um, Otto Porter like runs an ISO and then like Wall and Beal like, oh, he's running an ISO? Okay, hold up. Like, what do I do again when someone else is doing the ISO? And like, I just think, is weird. yeah, I think uh, there's some of the top tier players on that team, and I'm looking at them too. Yeah. Because uh, Dwight has like is just now back, so yeah, yeah, we course. can't really this say it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, like they have not been playing up to par. Their their numbers are okay. Um, but I mean, Beal has been. Ridiculous. Beal has been to, to me the equivalent of Chris Middleton, and what's crazy to me is that it seems like Chris Middleton stole his powers because he's balling right now. He is. He is balling. So, like, I just don't understand because I know Beal puts in the work. Like, he's hungry. He gets better every year. It's. I know it's a small sample size, but he just he he doesn't look as impressive this year. Well, and to me. For me, I think kind of how I said with the Rockets, like um, last year when Wall was out and Beal was like doing a lot of ball handling. Yeah. Like when Wall came back, he should have just stopped. Like don't ever do it again because Wall's here. Yeah. Like it should have been like an emergency thing. But now it's like he does it still. 
and then Wall is like useless out there on offense, and he's right. just standing there. He's not a good catch and shoot. You, you can see it oftentimes, like more to what you're saying. Like it seems like if they go a couple possessions without Bradley Beal touching the ball. They say, like, fuck our regular offense. Let's run some, like, shitty play just so Beal can force a shot up. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, and to me, that's what separates them from, like, the Thunder, who every game, no matter what, is Westbrook and Paul George are getting, like, doing what they normally do. Like, no matter who, who else is doing whatever they're doing, they still do what they do, even though they're not playing that good either. But Wizards don't do that. It's like... They don't owe Beal and Wall don't always give you what they give you. The same like Portland. No matter what, how good the other players are playing, McCollum and Lillard are always doing the same thing. Yeah. And like for them, it's like sometimes Beal is a ball handler, Wall is like taking a lot of shots, and then then Porter is like takes more shots than Wall some games, and then Ubre takes fifteen shots some games, and like it's you know it's not a even shot distribution like every game you should have yeah. close to the same amount of shots but they go kind of up and down i don't know if they think people are hot or they think because like you know the other t- this other team has like a sm- not good small forward like lebron's hurt this game so porter you just go off this game i don't know if that's right. what they think but that's what it looks like on paper the stats look so weird every game because they're not like like you said it's not like they play the same offense every game but i think it's just the roles I think they're playing the same offense, but they're like letting people do stuff that they don't right. normally do. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's a couple. I mean, I feel like there's some guys that are trying to prove themselves or something. But the coach can stop that. Like, look, man, you're not you're not gonna do that. We're not. But but has Scott Brooks ever shown the ability to control egos? No, of course not. <laughs> so what are we talking about? We're talking about firing Scott Brooks. <laughs> that's <laughs> all you had. That's all you had to say. I I feel like, you know, another ten game stretch and they go, you know, three and seven. He'll be out of there. Yeah, but you know. It's now the the tough part the the tough part is the Wizards are kind of in like a win now mode, but they don't have a chance to win yet. You know what I mean? Like, I understand the rock, you know, before the season, the Rockets saying, like, we want to go all in, like, maybe get Jimmy Butler because, you know, we're trying to beat the Warriors, and that's that's it. You know, the Wizards kind of remind me of the New York Giants. <laughs> that's how they look to me sometimes. This year, I'll have to agree with you. <laughs> and when I say that, I mean, like, they have good players. But like everything, like nothing is getting done, and the good players are just sitting there watching everything unfold like trash. You know what I'm saying? How Odell acts? That's how they, you know, the good players. Like Beal should feel like Odell on the team to me. Yeah, it's there's been a lot of issues, man. Uh, defense to me is the major one, though. I think the turnovers are pretty bad too. Well, that you're watching what's going on right now, and I'm trying not to, you know, scream over it, but it's just (laughs) careless. There's not a there's not a natural chemistry on the Wizards roster. Like, no, I agree with you. I just like it's a I guess a different way of putting it, but there's just no chemistry, man. Rivers looks he's played pretty well for what he could do. 
but he just looks awkward out there. Jeff Green will play well, but again, he doesn't really fit. They don't know their roles. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Like I said, another 10-game sample size, and and Scott Brooks will be out of there. Yeah, man, let's move on. Let's move on from the Wizards. I, I said all I need to say. Okay, the big... We, big they're, they're trash. Like, I'm not I'm not defending them. I'm not doing any of that. All right, big team. L.A., what's up? What's going on in L.A.? Yeah, what, what do you think? What do you think of the new Lakers? I'll Should tell you know? what. Um, I'll ignore that their record is not that good. Uh-huh. Dude, have they not been exactly what we thought they would be? Every every game that's been on TV has been must watch. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I, and LeBron is not really like he's not really carrying them. Right. Um, like his stats are you know pretty normal for him, but he's still getting highlights. Man, everybody's like they they feel, sometimes they feel like they've been playing together like for a little while. He does look like it, yeah, sometimes. Like, LeBron has, like, a natural fit was, like, with Lonzo, surprisingly. I never thought I would say that. I, I said it on like, the podcast. Like, my initial... I said it on the podcast. My initial thought was, like, you know, I, I just don't think Lonzo could fit. He's the perfect fit for LeBron. I think I said this, but if I didn't, I'll say it again. LeBron, in the past... LeBron is a point guard. Let's just call it like it is. LeBron is a point guard that plays small forward. Obviously. He's the best assist man. He's been the best assist man on every one of his teams. Except for this year so far because he has, you know, one of the best passers, like, you know, in recent times in Rondo. But he's a point guard that plays small forward. That's what he likes to do. He's a facilitator. Lonzo is like a small forward that plays point guard. Right. So, so when they're in at the same time, LeBron is playing point. Lonzo is playing small forward. And they're playing what they should be playing. And when I say that, I'm saying Lonzo is cutting off ball. He's catching alley-oops. He's go- getting out on the break. And LeBron is making the passes. Or, you know, LeBron is pushing the ball, giving it to Lonzo. Lonzo giving it back. Whatever they're doing, that the Showtime stuff. And it works. And usually with other people like Isaiah Thomas, Kyrie, um, they're not, you know, they're only point guards. And if they don't have the ball, they're not, they don't cut. Like what is Isaiah Thomas cutting for? Right. Right. But um, ball is an off the ball player. That's what his body type and his skills help him do. Cause he, you know, he's long, he's athletic. When he cuts, I mean, that's perfect for LeBron to do. And LeBron can have the ball for a long time and the, him still be, um, Lonzo still be effective. Yeah. If Isaiah Thomas does not have the ball, he is completely worthless on the court. Right. Kyrie, if Kyrie doesn't have the ball and he is not open for a catch and shoot, he might as well not be out there. He's not no, I'm with, I'm with you. The same thing with Chalmers. You know, Chalmers was long. He was closer to Lonzo than... Those guys, because he had long arms. He was a good catch-and-shoot shooter. Chalmers was a perfect fit, yeah. He was, yeah. And Ball, now Ball's hitting his three, catch-and-shoot. That's all That's all LeBron needs. And, and like Ball already has more of an impact on defense than yes. any of those other guys. Yeah. he can. And Le, 
the other thing is he doesn't have to play the point guard all the time. Yeah, it takes all the pressure off of him. Yeah, because who, um, who can Isaiah Thomas check? <laughs> and who does Kyrie normally guard? <laughs> the, you know, Lonzo can guard one through three on the other team, on every, almost every team. So he doesn't even have to play point guard on defense or offense, and that's perfect for LeBron. It is. LeBron yeah. can do what he does best, and that's pass. Yeah. Uh, what what else is going on over there, man? I gotta say, I like what I'm. Man, Hart is really impressive. He is. He just, dude. He just gets better and better. Like, and you just you don't think he will because he just seems so limited. Yeah. But it's like every time I watch him, I feel like he's he's gotten a little bit better. And he's he's hungry. He he loves to play. Yeah. You can see it. You can see he just likes playing basketball. Likes playing hard. Um, he reminds me a little bit of, uh, well, no, but I mean, he kind of how Danny Green was for the Spurs. Like he, he didn't need to do anything, but if he got the ball every once in a while, he was always playing hard. You always knew he was out there, but he didn't necessarily need to score that much. Yeah. That's how Hart reminds me of, but Hart is a better off the dribble player than Danny Green. That's yeah. I, I also didn't think he would have NBA range as quickly as he does because in college he wasn't really like a you know a kill you from the perimeter player no he wasn't no nope. but he's he's he's, he's a pretty consistent he's pretty consistent so far in the nba he is yeah he takes good shots too right Hart rarely takes bad shots um but man my only criticism and i i told you this already ingram ingram is one of the most overrated players in the nba to me. He's getting exposed. He needs to go. See you later. He's slowly but surely getting exposed. And didn't who wanted Ingram? Did they want Ingram for Paul George? Or uh, no, I thought he was he was immovable. No, but the other team they wanted Ingram if they were gonna give them. Was it Paul George or Davis? And they and you know they made him an untouchable. The Lakers made him untouchable. But the other team asked specifically for Ingram. I would say you could have him now for sure, especially after the fight, after you know him playing inconsistent. I mean, he just he misses some of the easiest shots. I could imagine someone his height and his playing style miss. I just don't understand how he misses those shots. Yeah, it's frustrating. He he just seems he seems like he's just. He's not as athlete like he's he doesn't have the NBA like athletic capability. No. Like he's just he's not th- that arm. explosive. Yeah, he, length. That's it. Like Lonzo is fast. He is fast. With Lonzo right. And like he like a lot of guys who, you know, are limited, they have some kind of tools. Lonzo he got pretty good hops too. Right. He catches alley-oops a lot. I yeah, he's he's quick with the jump too. That's always nice. Yeah, I've seen Ingram catch like one alley oop. Yeah, he just everything looks stiff. Yeah, man, and he just looks like he doesn't really enjoy playing out there like Hart does. Yeah, and even like even even Lonzo as mellow as he Ku- is. Kuzma also. Oh, Kuzma loves it. Kuzma. I mean, Kuzma's gonna be a star, man. I don't, he's not gonna be like the best he, player on the team. He's not gonna. I don't think he. I don't know if he'll be a star, but he's gonna be a guy who's hovering around that twenty to twenty-five range, like for you know a decade or a fifteen year, like something long. Yeah, I'm trying to 
trying to think of an example. I can't think of one at his position. I also got a shout out real quick, man. Uh, Lance and JaVale have been pretty good. Again, clutch. Yeah, again, small sample size, but JaVale, JaVale fits real e like pretty easily. Mm -hmm. um, and and Lance has been, you know, he's been relaxed on the, with the antics. Yeah. He he did try the uh, what was the lob he tried to LeBron that was like crazy that wasn't even close. Yeah. Was it behind his back? I think. <laughs> I he think he going like over the basket. It's some yeah, he threw it like behind his back or something. That was hilarious, but yeah, he's been playing well, man. I gotta say, yes. Beasley, I was hoping to get a little more from Beasley, but you he know, said he's been having off the court issues. Oh, well, that's nothing new. Right, and what has Beasley been in trouble for before? Marijuana, and he's in. First time he's in a state that is legal. So, I mean. Yeah, it's not looking good for him. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, yeah, it's tough. It's, uh, I mean, they look, they, they're fun. I don't, I didn't think they would be good right away. Yeah, me, me neither. And, um, you know who else is impressing me? He doesn't get a lot of playing time, but it's, um, Mikhail Luke. Right, yeah, the, the he, Kansas dude, yeah. He comes in and gets, he gets buckets. Yeah. Like, Every time, like the last couple of times I've seen him come in, he scores like the first time he touches the ball. Yeah, he's um, he's what Nick Stauskas has just become for the Blazers. <laughs> it's just that it yes, it yes. took it took Stauskas like four extra years to become this. Well, it's different though because Mikhailuk is more athletic than Stauskas. Right, so he's already a step ahead. <laughs> Stauskas is coming in and like hitting. Getting a lot of points though. Mikhail looks never gonna get. Yeah, you know, no, I mean in LA, in LA, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, but I get what you're saying. I see what you're saying. He's a quick bucket guy. Yeah. Quick offense. Yeah. Um, do we have anything to say about OKC? No, right. I mean, Russ was out in the first like what three games, I think. Yeah. So that I think that threw them off. Their their roster is very limited, but I I'll think I think they'll win enough games to get in the playoffs. Yeah, I do too. Let's talk about the good teams, man. I'm I'm done talking about disappointments. Let's talk about um. Let's talk about Milwaukee, man. What are you seeing? Uh, well, Giannis is you know crazy as usual, and he's a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but Middleton has been the the big difference to me. Yeah. When when he plays well, that team just goes like it takes the yeah. pressure off a of Greek. A Greek freak doesn't have to make every play. Uh, you got other guys feed off of like Middleton's buckets because he opens up space for like Drew Bledsoe to operate. Uh, some of their some of their other guy. I mean, Brogdon has been awful, but he he's still he's still a he's still a smart player. Like he'll he'll guard his man so. And you know they've had a, they've had one of the harder schedules. I feel like. I mean, yeah. Charlotte, Indiana. I mean the Knicks were easy, but Philadelphia, Minnesota, Orlando, Toronto. I mean they have five, you know, five playoff teams, six playoff teams they played. So like, 
I mean, they're they're beating good teams. I'm saying. Yeah, I I, be- I believe it. This isn't a like you know I, I mentioned Detroit was fluke. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think this is. No, I don't think this is either. And and I'm telling you, man. Um, like I like I said preseason, it's their their balance. It's crazy. They're about, um, and that's what I'm noticing with this year, man. Some of the better teams are all all have good balance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they even got Connaughton playing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. How? <laughs> DiVincenzo comes in and gets buckets. That's shocker. But um, it's, this is Budenholzer's game. He does that. He did it with the Hawks. Yeah, I know. My friend mentioned it to me, and I completely forgot that he was their coach. Yeah, they, but he he's doing a great job over there. Yeah, I mean the, their shot spread is is nice. Early, early contender for coach of the year. Yeah, for sure. Him and uh, are we good with Milwaukee? Yeah. Him and uh, to- the new Toronto guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, like I give him props, but he took a team that was already number one seed, and they're still the number one seed. So, like, I, but I, mean, it, I think he's wrong. doing a good job. He is. He definitely is. He he is. He's doing a really good job, and their rotation is nice. Yeah, they 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 have a lot of pieces. Yeah, a lot of pieces who and they're they Powell has been missing. Who not Powell? Um, Powell? No. Yeah, Powell's the one who is he's playing again this year. Who are we talking about? Miles? No, no, no. Dwight? No. <laughs> I'm tripping right now. I know there's Norman Norman Powell. That's not who I'm talking about. He sucks. Okay, CJ Miles. No, no, no. Um, Delon Wright. Delon Wright. That's what I'm talking about. I'm tripping. <laughs> Delon Wright. He hasn't been playing. Oh, okay. He was he was good for them in the playoffs last year. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I don't. I don't get how any of those guys can like are contributing. I thought they were all trash. Like I thought, Siakam was trash. I thought, uh, fucking what's his name was trash. Who? Uh, Van Fleet, your boy. <laughs> he's he's a bucket. He's tough as fuck. You're right. <laughs> he's but the thing is, Lowry's like the perfect person for him to like watch. Yeah, you're right. Because they kind of have the same body type. But they dude, he's so like he's so poised, shots. man. He, like every he's out there under control at all times. He is. Yeah. He gets good shots almost every time. Like dude, he's a great point guard. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He. Um. I. You know. I think that. Um. What was his name? What was the coach last year? Forgot his name already. <laughs> the Detroit guy. Yeah. Now, uh, Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey. What one thing Dwayne Casey does well is he just throws guys into the ocean and lets them swim. Like he just puts Siakam out there. Look, Siakam like started like the first game last year, and like out of nowhere, like who is this guy? Yeah, Ananobi's another one who I never heard of. And he just threw him out there, and <laughs> and now he's like a good. contributing player. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think he's. I think Casey is one of the best at roles because they they do not play outside of their game. All those guys. The only one who does sometimes is Powell, and that's I feel like that's why he looks like he's trash. But Siakam, he comes in, he does he rebounds, and he takes those little short range shots, 
He got better at shooting mid-range, but he doesn't do it much. He does what he's supposed to do. And whatever OG Ananube. Ananobi, something like Ananobi. that, yeah. He comes in, he plays hard D. That's it. And he's a good, he's a good fit, yeah. Open shots. But, you know, they play, they do what they're supposed to do. I'm su- I'm surprised Kawhi's Kawhi hasn't lost it. He hasn't, he hasn't lost it. He's taken enough shots, that's for sure. But he hasn't lost it. Yeah, he's he's playing well. This is a good team for him. Yeah. It's a good team. A good Danny team. Green's also fit seamlessly, just like everybody thought he would. Yeah, he's just he's one of those guys. That he can go to any team. Any team, yeah. And he might not start everywhere, but he'll fit everywhere. Yeah, yeah. They're good, man. I don't, I don't know if they're going to be like – crazy in the playoffs because they are inexperienced but season wise they're they're doing they look good but i think they'll build off of last year and i think Kawhi will help him out with that yeah i guess lowry is still the issue because you never know what you're going to get from him right um so uh yeah you, i guess we got to wait with him yeah, I would like to see Kawhi in an actual, like, matchup. Like, pick on someone his own size kind of thing. Yeah, he hasn't played, well, he hasn't played any of the top-tier guys. Right. And, I mean, yeah, they yeah they haven't really, they don't have that good of a schedule. Well, I guess they do have a pretty good schedule. But the teams they beat are, just aren't playing that well. Right. Like, uh, Washington Wizards? Right. Cleveland. You want to mention uh, who else is playing really well? I mean, do we what are, what are we gonna say about the Warriors? Do we need to say anything? I have nothing. I mean, no. everyone knows already. Yeah. Denver and San Antonio have you know. Sa- San Antonio has been above. Ex- I think they've exceeded expectations. Your expectations. DeRozan has been shockingly clutch. You asked who would have to win MVP. He's he, he's a, he's low key yeah he's low key working for it. I mean he, he's he's career high in every category at this at this stage in yeah. the league. I mean at this stage in the season. Yeah, Popovich's guy is man. He's got him right. Yeah. Yep. And I think I think it's cool because from what I've seen and I haven't they really haven't been on TV much. No. Uh, but I caught like the Lakers uh game. One of them. And yesterday, the starters didn't even play in the fourth quarter against Phoenix. Yeah, so... Two days ago. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I just think they're just playing well. And DeRozan's having, like, assist numbers are crazy. 14 assists, 9, 9, 8. I mean, he's he's 28, 6, and 7 right now, which is obviously the best for him, Rebound and assist wise, I think his points are about the same. But they got the two best mid range players on the same team. Yeah, Aldridge is playing well too. I I always forget about him, but he's still around. He's low key. Yeah. He just can't move. He's getting to. He's been playing well. Yeah, he's Aldridge is starting to move more and more like Dirk every year. (laughs) Bad feet. (laughs) Yeah, like his back looks real stiff. Like the floor is hot. Yeah, he can't. He can't like kneel down. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
everything is upright. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Getting uh, Bellinelli back has been good. Forbes has been he's stepped up into the point. Yeah, he has. Well. I've I've always liked Forbes since college. I like Forbes, but I mean, this is he's getting his shot now. I mean, I mean, I, I think they should keep Murray, but if they wanted to trade somebody. They can go ahead and get rid of Pondexter and Murray. And Murray comes back, get a, another guard. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Pondexter's no good. No, he's no good. Um, I thought Bertans would be a little bit better. He's he's doing okay. He's hitting he's hitting shots. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I got to see them a little bit more before I really can like see what's going on. Yeah, I saw two. I saw their Laker game, and I saw them play yesterday. And then otherwise, it's been seeing the highlights too. Uh, who else, man? Denver. We both said Denver was the team to watch, the sleeper team. They're the. I mean, seven and one. I didn't think they'd be seven and one, though. I will say that. I didn't think they would start that good. Denver is seven and one. Seven and one. I gotta say, man, I was not even hip. I mean, I noticed they were playing well like three or four games into the year. The only team they lost to was the Lakers. Wow. Lakers. So they should be undefeated, is what you're telling me. <laughs> right. No, nah, I remember LeBron had a triple double. Yeah, it was it was, yeah, it was super crazy. impressive. And they went on that wild run at the end of that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lonzo was working them too. I think somebody was hurt for. Oh, um, Barton. They haven't had Barton. Oh no! I mean, <laughs> seven and one. Oh no! <laughs> Barton's been a key key ingredient. Clearly, that's messed up. <laughs> nah, he's okay, man. I don't mind him. Yeah. But I, I had a friend who uh, I and he explained to me how this happened. But he caught a lot of Denver games last year. Yeah. And he told he told me it was it was something about his uh, Comcast Sportsnet. There was some like some reason he was getting like the Denver games <clears throat> in his in his dorm, like. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so he was telling me that Barton would just play like out of control sometimes, and and some some games he was okay, but it was just insanity. Has the in control, out of control. For like for their team, like they don't mind him being out of control. Yeah, he's a good spark. Like how, how Stevenson was for the Pacers. I, I see what you mean. Yeah, I, I feel you. And he's not he's not quite as like he's not really a distraction. He's just a competitive like player. Yeah. Um, but I I think he would have helped against the Lakers. That's why I'm saying him regarding the Lakers. I think he would have helped. But other than that, I mean, they're seven and one. They they're obviously fine. <laughs> they're doing something right. <laughs> yeah, they're obvi- he's obviously not that important. <laughs> but uh, um, Utah, I don't have much to say. New Orleans, I don't have much to say. I, I, I think that's it, man. Rookies, Trey, you got anything? You already said. Um, he's he's exceeded Johnson. expectations for me. He's. I, I know he only lit up. He only lit up the calves. I mean, that's, um, that's but his nemesis though. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh, and twenty four the second time they played them. Uh, 
yeah, he he looks good, man. I like what I'm seeing. He, he obviously he's got to get a little bigger, um, maybe a little bit quicker. I got I gotta say, uh, they're actually the Hawks are actually kind of fun to watch if you catch them. Yeah, I get like the local, I get the local Atlanta games for some reason. Even though I, I should get the Memphis ones, I get Atlanta, but um, they're fun to watch, man. Baysmore and uh, Prince really athletic. They, you know, a lot of dunks, a lot of um, blocks, good D. They both play good D. And yeah. Bimbry comes off the bench. He plays well. They just don't have enough firepower, man, really, at the end of the day. Jeremy Lin's also been pretty good. Yeah, yes. Yeah, And Alex Lin, you know, Maryland. Uh, Maryland product. Yeah, Maryland product. He's been playing well, too, starting for them. Um it's funny how Phoenix Phoenix was waiting for him. <laughs> as soon as as soon as they let him go, he breaks out. Yeah, yeah, twenty two and nine yesterday. I mean, or I mean this week. So he's they got a good squad. I mean, not a good squad, but they got a good team to build off of. They got a lot of young talent. So yeah, they might be good later, a couple of years. <laughs> now D- Doncic has been the most impressive rookie for me. He has, for sure. A- Aiton has been, like, good, but I expected Aiton to be really good. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he's, he's like, good, but not impactful. Like, he's, yeah. he's good, but it doesn't do... Like, I got yeah, Phoenix good. still sucks, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't I got change you. the game. No, nah, he doesn't. Being good. Nope. Trey and Doncic, by a long shot, are the most impactful for their teams. And, you know... Um, Doncic is is more so. Um, Portland's like usual have a good season. Yeah, I kind of slept on them. You did? I'll I'll say yeah. I, I didn't think they'd. I thought they'd kind of fall off a little bit. I I I slept on their moves. Seth and Stauskas were good pickups. I you didn't, but you didn't know that Stauskas was gonna be a good pickup. Well, I didn't know they had. I didn't know they got Stauskas. I thought all they got was Seth. That's but, exactly. He Stauskas sucks so bad. Nobody knew that he was dealt. <laughs> but no. but he's balling right now. I got that one game I saw. I can't remember who they played, but he had like five threes. It was the Lakers, I think, right? Was it? I think yeah. He hit. He hit. TV game. He hit like the corner three with like a minute left. Yeah. Yeah, man. He, he was he was impressive that game. He um. Well, you know, I wouldn't have said he was going to be like a big impact, but he fits into their offense. So I figured he would fit in their offense. Right. Like if I knew they had him, I would have said something about him fitting. But I didn't think he was going to be doing what he does. He's a good, really good bench point production for them. I mean, for as much as they need from the um, backcourt. Because when their backcourt comes out, at least some backcourt that can get points comes in. That's all I'm saying. Right. Yeah, man. Uh, you want to hit football real quick before we transition? Not really, man. Uh, I haven't really been keeping much of an eye on it. On it. I. What's crazy is I tried to watch the fucking Raiders, uh, 49ers last night. Yeah. It was a garbage ass game. Like the Raiders didn't even want to play. <laughs> yeah. It's Raiders, just stressing me. The Raiders are. Um... They're probably the worst team in the league. They're worse than your Giants, I would say. I agree. I didn't want to say that, but <laughs> I wasn't going to put it that way, but I agree for sure. The Giants are 
pretty fucked too, to be fair. They are. I mean, I'm I'm hearing that they they just want to sit them, sit the good players for the rest of the year. I mean, I I, I hope they sit Barkley, man. He has to break thirty tackles just to get killed every game. Like, fuck all that. Because what is he playing for at this point? Right, he's already proven that he's gonna be a good player. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah, man. I, I guess that's it for sports. Yeah. Yes. Uh. Is there anything else? Congratulations to the Red Sox. Oh right, right, yeah. Um, we missed. We weren't here for that. Uh. But good job, Red Sox. I don't really care. We beat the Yankees. But um, it gotta be something else, man. Nothing else in sports. Uh, did you see? There was some. Uh, did you see what's going on with the with the paying the bribes and shit? In NCAA, the investigation. No, there's more. Uh well I mean what what's what do you know so far because my my news is not like the like from yesterday but it's from not too long ago. Oh no I don't know anything from like even this summer. Oh oh did you see they caught the uh, Adidas like ex- former like executive, uh paying a number of recruits or whatever it was. Wow that's crazy. I mean I knew I knew Patino had the thing with Adidas and he. You know, he was working with somebody in Adidas to get that kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that it was more to that. Yeah, they they exposed a lot of people, man. There's like, it's just stuff is just coming out of somebody's get some of the current NBA guys that like took certain like you know payments in the past or whatever. I don't know how that's gonna play out. I feel like like as the college season starts. Mm-hmm. All that, all the results are gonna be super magnified, and you're gonna have like coaches being suspended mid-season and like organizations getting fucked that is that's possible and for good reason because they fucking cheated yeah so again i don't really feel bad for them at the same time it just i mean it sucks but right oh man it's a lot of corruption going on man yeah maryland uh another thing about maryland football uh, they fired the dude that like got reinstated. Oh yeah, the, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know why they waited a day to fire him. The, when the player that died, right? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. That was wild too. Cause I mean, he, the parents seeing the parents on there was tough. Tough for me to see. Dude, the players were like re- rebelling against him. Yeah, they walked out. Yeah, of like meetings. Yeah, even of like the reinstatement, like press, conference yeah, or whatever, yeah. So I, I completely understand. I mean, I don't know why it took so long. It just they just look stupid now. Yeah. But yeah, man, I think that's it for sports. We got a lot of music to go over. Okay. Um. I got a transition song. But, Hit me. Uh, all right. This. This is not really. We're probably not going to talk about her because we have a lot of other music to listen to. But I listened to Now's album called Saturn, and uh, she's kind of a different taste. It was a different vibe, but this is uh, Gabriel off her album. 
time for our usual music segment a lot of music a lot of music yeah uh okay where are we starting man Mm, you want to go best to worst worst to best let's go last week first okay real quick i'll say uh the week before low yachty dropped and i don't think we're going to talk about that week but that shit sucked that shit, as expected, it was awful. <laughs> Why did you mention it? I'm done with him, bro. I've been trying to, I've been trying to like hype beast him, just cause like he's funny, man. Like he's, you know, he's cool. He's he seems like an okay guy. Yeah, man, but his shit sucks. And it's not the only, it's not the only project I'm a rant on today. So look out. Look out. I got I got issues today, bro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um yeah, let's, so let's you want to start with my tie or Tori? I didn't get I missed my tie. That was the bit the one big one that I missed. Okay, I well, I'll I'll say my tie. Um <clears throat> My tie is exactly what you think it is. So, I mean <laughs> That's not if a bad not, thing. If you have not heard it, exactly what you imagine Ty Dolla Sign and Jeremiah songs to be for a whole album is exactly what it is. It, it's, it sounds pretty much... It sounds like they did it all like in the same week, which isn't like... I'm not saying that's the bad thing about it, but it just sounds very similar. Everything sounds kind of same vibe. Um, 
Yeah, man, it was, it was good. It's just not, it didn't blow my mind. I didn't expect it to blow my mind, but it, it didn't blow my mind. It was good, though. It was good. The singles are a good representation of what the album is. So That's fair. I'm, I I will check it out, man. I'm a fan of both of those guys. Yeah, they're, they're, they're good, yeah. All right. Um, Tori. Tori, the, bi- the big one. Yeah. You first. Um, <laughs> me first. Now, I feel like you loved this project. <laughs> what gave you that impression? You mentioned something shortly after this album dropped that I was going to have to apologize. Oh, not that. Oh, okay. Because I was, I was hoping it wouldn't be because this album was cool. <laughs> but... Uh, let me go, let me go. Unless you're going to say something important. Okay, go for it. Um, this did not feel like an album to me, personally. It felt no, like a mixtape. It wasn't cohesive. Yes, exactly. And it had no versatility to it. Nope. Like he, he, if you heard Memories Don't Die, listeners, he had some rapping songs, he had some singing songs, he had slow songs, he had fast songs. Love Me Now is like all the same tempo, same auto-tune settings, same... Uh, volume on his mic. Everything is like the same Tory. It's the same auto tune Tory in every song. Yeah. It did. It wasn't bad. Like it didn't. That wasn't like negative, but for an album, I would expect a wider array of talent, like a, of him showing his capabilities. This did not show me capabilities. It just showed, it, like I said, it felt like a mixtape. Felt like he had a bunch of songs he did with a bunch of artists. He didn't have as many, like this many features on his album. So I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it, and I I enjoyed it a little bit more than Memories Don't Die. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if did we we didn't air the uh, like the Tory episode, right? You remember one of our first episodes? We 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 talked about Tory a lot, but it it never made it. Maybe I don't know. I don't yeah, well, we I I I think I might have mentioned that Memories Don't Die was kind of a letdown for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I enjoyed this project. I just you know after I went through it the second time, I was like, you know, I I don't know if this doesn't have a lot of staying power. <clears throat> Okay. I mean, to me, his first album, uh, you know, obviously excluding the skits, but his first album had like more cohesiveness and it just sounded better, like playing through it. Because mm-hmm. this one, like, there's good songs, but then there's some songs that are just like, like, no, like, this is not what I want to hear at all. Yeah, his feature choices weren't great. For Questionable. Me. Yeah questionable at best although i like drip 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 meek with the auto tune was i I didn't have a problem with meek it was a risk though and they took it i agree i agree yeah and i mean it wasn't bad but it was shocking like actually the first time i listened to it i was like is this meek on the song (laughs) and i listened to it again i was like wow that is meek yeah but it was nice i mean do you have Dude, a favorite? I have a couple. I have a least? couple. I have three specific songs that I really loved. Okay. 
Um, the opening track I loved. Uh-huh. But I think I loved it because it was the first one I heard because a lot of the album sounds like it. Yeah. But I think it was just the best like example of his flow. Okay. But um and the other the other two are well one of them is the Bryson Tiller track of course. Yes. And uh shockingly I loved uh Swing. Oh, I like Swing too. Why is it shocking? I just when I saw the the lineup I was like, you know, like like is somebody going to be rapping and then like somebody that I don't want to rap is going to be <laughs> rapping. Okay. Yeah. And and they all rapped surprisingly and they all sounded pretty good. It was good. Now, you know, the beat was it fit them. The beat was kind of slow. They didn't have to like go crazy with the bars. But yeah, man, they all even PMB Rock who I usually, you know, I don't enjoy him on like a verse. Um I thought he sounded really good and Trey Songs is be- fell back in form. Yeah, something well, you know what it is? Um I mean, it's a conversation for another day, but Trey Songz is working with um, Young Berg, who like has been making all the Chris Brown's songs mm. lately. Oh wow! Okay. Hit maker he goes by now. Uh, I know that um, Swing and the new song were both hit maker songs, so maybe Trey found his uh, yeah behind the scenes partner. I hope so. Yeah, my um. Yeah, give me your your favorites. My favorites are also Swing, Keep in Touch as well. And I, I like um, If It Ain't Right with A Boogie. Yeah, that was, that's like an honorable mention for me. Yeah, and I'm not a big A... You know, I've said before I'm not a big A Boogie fan, but... He was but smooth. He was smooth he was. on it. Yeah. And I like... I don't like the songs, but I like Chris Brown and... Um, I, I didn't like either of Chris Brown's features. I didn't like the songs, but I don't mind Chris and Tori together. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I want to see more of that, but it yeah, it underwhelmed for this time. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I was like, when I saw that, I was interested, and I I could see how it could work, but they didn't do it on these songs. That's mm-hmm. how I felt. I was like, I do want to hear more Chris. I want to hear Chris and Tori more. Right. Sure. That's all. That's all I really got. The songs by himself just felt out of place. Like none yeah, of them were besides, bad. Yeah, besides the opening track, I agree. Yeah, like they, like, yeah, but and that's like you said because it's the first one. After I heard all the other featured songs, when he was by himself, because like it's like seven feature songs in a row. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's you know him by himself again. I didn't like that. It's like he should have separated a little a little more than that. But it was. I mean, like I said, it it's a good mixtape album i don't think it's i wouldn't say it's good but i'm it's definitely not bad right yeah i, I enjoyed it man it's it's not like a disappointment it just maybe didn't live up to the hype considering he was on such fire coming out like his last couple months man he's just been on fire yeah and the thing kind of how we said about um i'm upset and I think it was one other song we've said this about that sounded better on the album than the single. Yeah. These singles do not sound better on the album to me. Yeah, Talk To Me kind of was weird. It sounded way better before this album came Yeah. Out. Yeah. Um, I, I gotta say, man, like, can the Nav hype die? <laughs> when is... Can we be done with Nav? Like... Oh. <sighs> 
been waiting for that. But... Man, he sucks. Like, for sure. I've. It's not often that I accuse one verse of fucking up an album, but Nav tried. And and Trippy and Trippy Red was right there with him, man, as a fucking say, accomplice. You're, you're skipping Trippy Red. No, 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 Trippie man. Red was definitely the mastermind. He was. <laughs> they them two back to back were atrocious. Yeah, Trippy Red is not good. I was like, dude, that I admire you. Was, I admire you trying garbage. to work with like you know all, all these people, but man, sometimes it just it doesn't mix. Like that's okay. He didn't need Lil Baby. He didn't need Gunna. Nope. He made both of them. He made Lil Baby sound like whack. Yes. And Lil Baby's been kind of on fire too lately. Yeah, and and my the whole Miami song could go. And I was Easy, born easily. in Miami and it could go. Easily. The, the um and talk to me. Rich the Kid again sounded better on the single on this album. I could have done without Rich the Kid. Yeah. He could have pulled a Drake and lost the feature on the way to the album. Right. I don't uh, I don't I wouldn't have minded it. And Trippy and Nav, both those songs could So bad. Cut Me Off would have been better alone with Tori, but Ferris Will was complete garbage. That needed to come off the album. It really, yeah. I hated that song. <laughs> and um he could have did better with the outro. Uh but that's it, man. We're gonna we we got a lot to get into. We're gonna yeah, get yeah, really yeah. far on this. Yeah, well, um, Tori was the main one, but uh, who else dropped uh, last week? Mick Jenkins. Okay. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. Just I I I don't really have a deep dive for it because you really got to listen to it like multiple times through, and you really got to get into some of the stuff he's talking about. Uh, but now, man, you, he he sounded you, good throughout. Have you followed Mick Jenkins before? No, not really. Okay. Yeah, so, well, I've always, oh, not always, I'm not sure when he, like, um, got to the scene, but I've been a Mick Jenkins fan for maybe four years now. Okay. And he has, he makes really good, his his mixtape was great. The Waters was great. Mm-hmm. The, um, and I was hyped for the album. The album came out, he had a lot of skits, but... The theme was nice, and he I've always felt like he's one of the better lyricists. Then he came out with another mixtape that was not good, and I kind of felt like he wasn't going to be an album guy. I, I just thought he was just going to be one of those guys, really good rapper, great lyrics, not an album guy. But Pieces of a Man, great. I mean, if you like lyrics, Mick Jenkins is the guy. I think he's underrated in like all rappers lyrically. I think he's in the uh, upper echelon of lyrics. To me, he is. But, you know, like you said, you have to listen to him. You have to, like, really listen with an open mind, not expect the other music that's going on right now. He's not that. I do do have a little bit of a gripe. Um, To me, this album would have been flawless if he took out the opening two tracks Mm -hmm. and the last track. I agree. I agree. And I don't think they're bad, but they're not necessary by any means. The first, the opening cr- track was bad to me. The rest of them, because like, when I listened to it, I was like, oh, here we go. 
just like I thought when it started. And then the more I got into it, it got better and better and better and better. So, yeah, we like we said, we don't, we're not going to get too deep into it because you do have to listen to it. Nothing we can say could really help you understand Mick Jenkins. Yeah, I, I really loved, uh, I'll give a couple tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, U-Turn, Ghost, uh, Gwendolyn's Apprehension. Those are my three favorites. Gwendolyn's Apprehension was my favorite. And maybe because the low light of the first two. Yeah, like the, yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah, yeah, I'm down with that. Um, I liked Plain Clothes. And I liked understood as well as um, Gwendolyn's apprehension. It was it was good. I liked Barcelona too. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I thought the the features are kind of didn't need to be there. No, nah, they didn't. None of them did. Yeah, but uh, I mean that's hard. Cool, but it's not too it's not too much. It's not overwhelming. Right. Right. All right. Uh, so so we we got to we only had a day, but I got through some stuff. I did. I got through a lot. <clears throat> Which one do you want to hit first? Um, what do you think is the biggest takeoff? Yeah, I think takeoff had the most like, I guess, notice about it. Okay, you're solo on this one. Go ahead. Um. Well, you mentioned it earlier uh, about something something else, but it was exactly what you'd expect. <laughs> it was. I mean, it was. Amigos, you know, it was Amigos album without the rest of the Amigos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now his, I mean, his bars are pretty cool, and I gotta say, the song "Vacation" is a hit. Okay. Like Vacation? to me, it's it probably won't be an actual hit, but I feel like it is. All right, noted. Um, but yeah, man, it's only twelve tracks. Uh, they're not too. None of them are too long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it's takeoff. Like you've heard him on Migos, you know, songs before. It's he doesn't sound any different. He has Quavo on a song, and then he has somebody else on another song, uh, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Which I, I think it's brave that he did that. I, yeah, I noticed that when I looked at the track list. I'm like, oh, okay. He I, I hope. I kind of hope Offset. Well, I don't know. Maybe I kind of hope Offset does the same thing, but we'll see. Um, no. but yeah, man, it's cool. It's nothing, nothing crazy, but it's a cool debut album. It's just, maybe there's a little bit too much hype around it. Yeah. So if, if you go into it with no expectations, I think you'll enjoy it to be honest. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's all. Yeah. I don't really have a deep dive for, it. I mean, like I said, it's another Migos album. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll do the two ones. Cause you didn't listen to Metro, right? No, I missed that one. All right, I'll do my solo one, then we'll do the other two together. Um, so not all heroes wear capes, according to Metro Boomin. I thought he, I thought he retired. <laughs> I thought he did too. I guess um, that. <sighs> like, if you look at this on paper, look at the features and everything, it looks like it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. And it was overwhelming to me, man. I mean, underwhelming. I'm sorry. It was underwhelming. Yeah, big difference. Yes, it was underwhelming. <laughs> um, the Gucci, Gucci is not a good like intro person to me. 
So I didn't really like the first song. Um, I'm not going to go song to song, but it was just, it felt messy to me. And the songs that they had, he had the people on, it, they really felt like they were on somebody else's song, which shouldn't be the case when it's like a producer's album. Yeah. Like DJ Khaled, well, I guess he's not really the best to use, but wow. his songs, huh? He has Drake on here, and I had no idea. That that song is that was a single. Oh, wow, I missed it completely. <laughs> it's and that's okay, but the I've never that's just, only Drake song probably I've ever missed in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after like after you know, best I ever had. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it just. It felt unnatural. That's so what much, it felt like. It's so weird. So much Travis, so much Offset. Like, Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, and the album says uh, Metro, Travis, and 21 is like the album Oh, artist. okay. But uh, it just, I don't know. Like I said, it just felt unnatural to me. The, the artists don't feel like they're on their own song. The only two songs, I think, were natural were um to me was up to something with travis and young thug was pretty good and the sway lee and whiz kid borrowed love that song was nice um that's my favorite song on there the rest of them though i don't know man i might get killed for it and you might listen to it and you might like it but it wasn't good to me it just that's fair like- i'll check it out yeah yeah, if it, to me it was just messy, and maybe because I heard a lot of other good music before this, and then like this was like the first one I heard from today's, um, and yeah, man, it just it didn't hit me. I won't be listening to it again. I'll listen to Borrowed Love again, but I won't listen to it anymore. But um, yeah, man, that's all I got for that. I don't want to get too deep. Yeah, Sway Lee's another guy who's been hot this year. Yeah, for sure. Yes. All right, what what do we got? Swizz? Let's go Vince Staples first. <laughs> okay. I gotta say, I I liked it. Um, I and I came into it with I thought it would suck to be honest because I really didn't like uh, Big Fish Theory. Um, yeah, I've, I've heard and, from some of his fans, and that was favorite. that was the only other one I've heard from him. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have and and this thing is kind of weird because there's a bunch of like interludes and skits. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's really short for being eleven songs. Yeah, because three of them are skits, <clears> right? Yeah, four. four I think yeah, three. Three. Yeah. Uh, but the songs that are there, man, they're they're all fun. None of them yeah. really, none of them really go crazy. I really like the the J Rock hook, uh, which mm-hmm. caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I think all the songs had a good a good energy to him. His rapping was like fun. He was doing his thing, like talking talking shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's known to say like crazy stuff. So yeah, man, I, it, it's really short. It's like a perfect, you know, quick breeze like EP to go through. Yeah, it is. If you're taking a little ride, I would I would play this. I'm yeah. not. And I've said on here, I think Vince Staples is one of the most overrated rappers. Yeah. But this is a good project. This was a good project, and he and he did have fun making the songs. And I don't, I, I feel like there it was easier to make for him, and it's 
because it's easier to make, it's easier to listen. I felt like he put a lot of thought into Big Fish Theory, and it wasn't necessary. Right. You know, just go in the go in there and do what you like to do. Have have a good time, and you can tell right. he's having a good time with, with this one definitely. Yeah. So I I like that. I liked it. I I won't play it a lot, but it's definitely something you can just run through quick, and you know, it's a good break from other music, for sure. Yeah. All right. That was short. Yeah, I mean his his album was short, but. Yeah. It's it's probably the best thing I heard uh, today. Okay, so that's your uh, my bad my bad takeoff. I didn't hate your project. That's your transition into the Swiss. <laughs> uh, looks that way, huh? <laughs> I gotta say, man, I I couldn't. I've been waiting for this. <sighs> this is you've been waiting for this. This was the worst project I've heard this year. Oh my god! This year? This year, I have not heard a shittier set of ten songs than this fucking thing. Oh my! Do not get every aspect you can think of sucked in my to my ears. The the beat the beats made no sense with any of the features except Lil Wayne. Maybe Lil Wayne fit. I think Pusha T fit. No? Pusha T just kept going, though. Like, he just kept going, and his flow was getting more and more, like... I was like, dude, this shit is getting boring. And Nas was doing the same thing. I agree with that. Yeah, it was boring. And the beat was kind of... Like, every beat came in the same fucking way, like, really fast and, like, club vibey, even though it really wasn't. (laughs) And, 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 dude, this shit sounded so dated, bruh. This sounds like something I can listen to in like 2010. I think that's what he, that's not what he was trying to do. I hope not, because I don't understand. What did you hear that I didn't like? What did you enjoy on this? I didn't enjoy any of it. Nothing. This sucks. Um, Swiss Montana is the worst song I've heard all year. <laughs> I you might be right. <laughs> I was Something in utter. Was a close second though. <laughs> And I like this new infatuation with gigs. Like, why do we have to... Why is he here? No offense to our British listeners. Um, but I don't know why gigs is in American music. Like, he's done nothing for us, for Americans to, like, like his music. But, Dude, I don't know what the fuck is going <laughs> on. The Kendrick Jadakiss Styles P. Kendrick just does hooks now? Hmm. <laughs> I'm asking. I'm asking you. You that question? Apparently, I mean, shit. Swiss Beats is clearly the fucking star. Um. In in what universe is Jim Jones a good idea? Alone. By himself, <laughs> and he's he's on the song for like the most of the time. Exactly. I, I'll say, stunt wasn't awful i agree uh two chains had some fun with it and i think swiss beats kind of that was the only song where there was like any real semblance of chemistry i agree besides that it was so fucking random i agree it, it made me hate nas like honestly i hated the nas track 
Really? You hated it? I hated it, but he just kept talking and the beat the beat kept getting slower and he kept talking slower. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Young Thug's song. Awful. Awful. <laughs> this wasn't good. It was bad. This, this poison was poison. This poison to my ears. <laughs> this, dude, I'm telling you. Like, I really sat down and I, I was looking for, like, through all the projects that I listened to. And even, like, Trippy Red, who was, like, trash. Like, the Travis song is good. Yeah. Like, there's nothing good here. <laughs> even, even the shit that I'm kind of, like, defending, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just defending it because I don't want to just be like, you know, this is the worst. I mean, it is, but... I want to say something positive. Right. I'm sure he put a lot of work into it. Like, right. But man, he, this he didn't need to do this. I agree. We, I, I mean, and plus, I wouldn't have minded if he like mixed it up and worked with somebody like cool. He worked with like basic rappers. In Young Thug, like. It was just random rappers. It made no like it, sense. Like, um, like you said, where are they getting Jim Jones? Where was he? I don't Why know. Why are they getting gigs? Why did Nas think it was cool to just talk until like it's somebody was like, all right, like the recording stopped. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, that shit felt never. I was sitting in traffic. <laughs> I was sitting in traffic, and traffic felt more entertaining than that fucking song. <laughs> Dude, he just kept on going. It made me so mad. Yeah, I feel you. I had to, I had to look at the song like three different times. I'm like, how is there still like a minute left? Yeah, yeah. And like you said, I mean, the the French Montana thing was that had to be a troll. That was trash. That felt like such a troll. It came in there. I was like. Like, oh my god, he has a song by himself? And then I hear French Montana, I'm like... I mean, as soon, the moment you hear it, you can tell it's going to be awful. But... Yeah, that was just... Yeah, it was just trash. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that he sat down, he made this shit, and was like, like people will like it. Like, who the fuck would buy tickets to a tour for this shit? I don't know. He's going to be at the tour. <laughs> I hope he's not doing a fucking tour. I think he is. Whatever. I I got nothing else to say. It was it was awful in every technical aspect. No chemistry. Uh, the beats didn't really fit the artists. The artists didn't really fit the beats either way. Like nothing really sounded very good. No. <laughs> That's why you were saving this for last. Yes, it, it's making me. I didn't want to get in a shitty mood and then talk about something I actually like didn't hate. Right, but man, this sh if I'm I'm ha I'm really happy that I listened to this last <laughs> because I I would have quit on like every other project just because I would have been so fucking down. God, this really I hated it, man. I could I cannot stress it enough. Like, do not buy this. Do not support. Like, this shit sucks. I feel you. And I don't say that often. I don't just you know. Just shit on somebody and tell tell people not to support them, especially a, a, like someone famous. You don't for sure. 
Yeah, and Swiss Beats has like uh, you know some kind of rep, like a good reputation as a music maker. Yeah, people like him for sure. <laughs> but if this is the first time you're hearing Swiss Beats, good luck because you're not gonna like this. And, and, and if you do, I encourage you to reach out to me and tell me why, because I would love to know. I would love to know, too. Yeah, go ahead and hit us up. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, her drop part two of her. Yeah, I noticed that, too. I, we have a couple apologies. We missed, um, for me, the two big ones that I missed was uh, Reset by Moneybag Yo mm-hmm. and White Bronco, Action Bronson. And I did listen to that, but I'll save it till for you to listen to it. Okay. Um, next, yeah, I have it ready to go. Next time I will have her done, and I will listen to action. I mean, I've already listened to it, but we'll talk about action. Uh, uh, we intro to the new Trey songs, Ty Dolla Sign and Tory Lane song. So, and Trey, you know, Trey's on his way back. Um. You hear the Troy Sivan single? No, he dropped something new. Yeah, it's it's a little sl- it's slow. I don't like slow singles. Yeah, I it. they have to do it. Um, I didn't hear the Tiana Taylor Wu Tang "Gonna Love Me" remix. I gotta say, I really like the uh, Post Malone. Uh, what is it? Kodak Black, I think. No, Post Malone and Sway Lee. Yeah. Yeah. The Spider-Man uh, track? Yeah. That yeah. shit is hot, man. It is nice. I like that, too. What a, what a, what a great duo, too. It is. Whoever, whoever like, just sat down and thought of that, smart what thinking. What are waiting for? I don't know. <clears throat> um, I've heard about, I've heard a lot about this Roddy Rich album. Have you? Not a word. <laughs> I've heard people saying a lot about him, but I don't know. I've never heard of him. It's tough, man. There's so much shit to catch up on. Yeah. Um. By the way, for those curious about Chris Wu, it's not good. Don't do it. I'm uh, shocked. <laughs> it, it's called Antares, and Antares is also the name of the company that makes AutoTune. And you can see why he na- he named the album that. Oof. It's just it sounds like he's trying to be Travis. Sounds like he heard Travis's album. Oh he said, no! I'm gonna try that. I mean, Travis is blowing up right now. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't really like uh, what is it, ZZ? ZZ. The track with uh, Kodak Black, and oh. uh, and uh, who's the other person? Offset. Yeah. I don't really like the tr- like the whole track, but he sounds fire on it. Yeah, he does. Like, Kodak is trash as usual, but, man, Travis really kills it on that song. He does. Um, actually, I want you to hear a snippet. Because I, I feel like you are thinking about it, and I want you to hear it. Yeah, hear hit, hit me. Call me a from 
That sounded nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. But the whole album is exactly like that. Okay. But I mean, I don't know, man. You might like it. I didn't like it. It. I guess there's just so many people doing auto tune now, and right. like relying on it. It's tough. Yeah. But oversaturated. Um, it is for sure. Uh, you got a gym off any of the albums you listen to? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm missing a gem today, huh? I totally forgot. I have another one if you don't have one. Yeah, I'll come back to me. Throw one in there. I'll, I'll be back with one. All right. I'm going to play um, I'm gonna play that Sway Lee song. <laughs> I'm going to play all the highlights off the songs that I, off the albums I said aren't good. I like I'm gonna it. I'm play that Sway Lee and WizKid song off uh, Not All Heroes Wear Capes.
off the light Maybe back it up, don't turn up the fight Turn off the light, my girl say you're fine I need that energy, I need that energy tonight Girl keep it cold and burn up the vibe Say me no go live tonight, girl turn up the vibe Say me no one fight every day Love you when we play, love you when we yeah, yeah Say me one vibe and we play Leave it up crazy, love you when we yeah, yeah Melatonin, baby, take it this time We don't wanna end up hurting tomorrow just rides out there that was nice yeah it was nice i gotta uh yeah that was uh, sway lee man he's been on fire yeah yeah he really hasn't missed in a while yeah um but i gotta apologize because i'm totally forgetting somebody that i listened to who sincerely tokyo (laughs) oh okay uh yeah my my guy made in tokyo he dropped a little something a little something yeah, a little bit. I liked uh, "You Are Forgiven" Volume One. Okay. I like Volume Two a little bit too, but. Yeah, good features. Um, features on yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it sucks. I I just wanted to give him a shout out. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> trash. <laughs> my initial my initial reaction when I remembered it, I was like, I shouldn't even say anything because it was awful. But <laughs> I thought I thought I'd throw it out there. Something. <laughs> oh, man. So, did that hey. record was trash? I don't remember it. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, man. It had no good songs? None. It was, I mean, it was exactly what you'd expect. There I, was, I really don't like his voice. It just, like, I, he, he didn't go for any hits. That was the problem. Right. That, that's his thing, man. He got to shoot for like that, you know, that next Uber everywhere. Otherwise, he's going to be garbage, and he tries to, like, put together songs. He tries to rap, and, like, you know, he tries to vary his sound. It, it just sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> but, yeah, unfortunately, I don't got a gem today. I'm, I'm missing out on a, a gem. I can't quite pinpoint a good track. It's all good. We got, um, you know, we, we went through a lot. We went through a lot of stuff. Talked a lot. But yeah. Uh, is there any music news worth mentioning? Eh. 
Nothing really that I've noticed. Who's who's coming up? I know you're going to be reviewing uh, Mariah Carey, right? <laughs> Fuck, I couldn't even say that without laughing. I was really trying to say that with a straight face. <laughs> no, I will not. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, Cody Shane. I'm kind of looking forward to her album. I think that's next. Is the fifth next weekend? Um... I want to say it's the eleventh, or like the tenth. No, no, it's, it's the first today, right? It's the second today. This, oh yeah, okay, yeah, you, yeah, you're right, yeah. yeah. I'm tripping. The fifth is yeah, okay. The ninth so the, next Friday will be the ninth. The ninth, yeah, I believe. Cody Shane is dropping, and maybe Anderson Pat might be. Uh, he's coming up. Is it, is it ninth? Yeah, let me take a look. Next weekend. No, it's 16th. It's the next 16th. two weeks. Okay, yeah, it's, it's the next one. Okay. Yeah. I think Cody Shane is the only one that's coming up that I'm looking forward yeah, to. Yeah. Pack, I'll, I'll be reviewing. This will probably be my first uh, Anderson Pac project, like full, going fully through it. Okay. Yeah. He, he's he's different, man. He, he blurs lines. Mm hmm. Of, of genres, you know? Yeah. He's, he's, he's in a league of his own when, like, how to qualify him right yeah um uh do you have anything to say about the <laughs> this is random but the ariana grande and Pete davidson thing no i mean any any girl who gets engaged three weeks after uh you know a serious breakup right. is is a little loco so it doesn't surprise me right well, I mean, I don't know why they broke up, so it doesn't really. I don't really care. I, Pete Davidson isn't even famous to me. What is he? <laughs> I mean, he's. <laughs> <laughs> that's my bad. He's famous. It's just like I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I'm like he's in. Like he was in Wild Now. That was the most like relevant thing to me that I could think of. Yeah. And that's not like his highlight. His highlight is uh Saturday Night Live, so Right. I really don't have too many thoughts on it. I feel you. Um I don't I guess that's it. That's it for me. Yeah, I guess we wrapped it up. Yeah. Um I'll I'll, I'll take us out with a throwback. Uh, you you play you could you can get all three next time. Yeah, I'll take care of it. Um, yeah, we'll, so we'll be time. back. Yeah, we don't we don't the schedule's a little hectic right now. Yeah, I was, and I apologize for that to our listeners, our loyal listeners. I was uh moving, and um, you know, it, moving is tough, especially alone. Uh, so yeah, we're back in it though. Got the setup. We're here. Um, keep tuning in, subscribe. Uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. Let's pull the two seat out, baby. Go.
hustler who just had his linen suit dry clean. Bitches, what's up with y'all? I hate calling the women bitches, but the bitches love it. I took some sense and made a nickel love it. I'm urging all daughters to kiss their mothers. With those lips that all that lipstick covers, you're never too grown up to miss and hugger. And girls counting on me to be there like missing rubbers. I'm on some Marvin Gaye shit, a bunch of distant lovers. This ain't the life that I'm used to. Reintroduce the people I've been introduced to. Did you forget me? Or are you too scared to tell me that you met me in fear that I won't remember? I wish you could still accept me for me. I miss Memphis, Tennessee, my cousins, my dad. The simplistic beauty that all of them southerners have. I'm halfway across the world with dozens of bags. Feeling like all four members are calling me bad. And one nigga, amazing shit. I got that Courtney love for you, that crazy shit. I don't drink every bottle I own, I be aging shit. And I got them wedding range flows that engage and shit. Which one of y'all got fleets on your keychains and seats for these heat games? I really think that you stare at yourself and you see things. La familia, I've been inducted and instructed to stun on these niggas we don't really fuck with. Fuck is up. Having lunch and debating Ferrari prices. 23 and going through a midlife crisis. But trust me, I still deliver like a midwife. And no, I'm not saying I'm the nicest. I just live life like it. Uh, it take a certain type of man to teach To be far from hood but to understand the streets I never threw away that paper with my granny speech Because I haven't hit the pinnacles I plan to reach Yeah, you gotta own it if you want it Kisses on the body, she tells me live in the moment And baby, I never forget none of that Girl, I told you I was coming back Put a pain back for you I just needed time To do what I to do caught in the life I can't let it go whether that's right I won't ever know uh, but here goes nothing music 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 oh. 